the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods of Moving and Storage Studio. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I am Ramsey personality Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with my good friend and fellow Ramsey personality, Dr. John Deloney. And we are here to answer your calls, a free call anywhere in the country at 888 825 And up first this hour, we have Emily in uh, Tacoma, Washington. That's a beautiful place. Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, Emily, hold on one second. Is that where you just saw Taylor Swift in Tacoma? No, it was in Seattle, a little bit outside of it. But But I was up in the Pacific Northwest. It's my husband's favorite part of the country. Emily, she was a part of the uh, Taylor Swift earthquake recently. True story. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what's up? True story. Um, so I have been listening to the show and as well as Dr. John Deloney's show for years. Um, but my husband and I have been living paycheck to paycheck and using credit cards to fill in gaps. Um, fast forward to today, I'm pregnant with baby number two Yay. due at the beginning of Con- November. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and I'm four months into uh, intensive EMDR therapy. Um just surrounding my childhood trauma. Um, And it feels like a fog has been lifted and I'm seeing our situation more clearly. And now I'm just terrified and don't know the right right way out of uh, the mess that we've created Mm. uh, financially. Can I just tell you that that's uh, EMDR is tough and that's a courageous move on your part. I'm really proud of you. Like for real. And you're pregnant now. You've been you've been going through that for the last few months. Yeah, yeah. That will have that will have dividends on your child's nervous system that's growing inside of you. Like what you've done is is literally changing your family tree. I'm so proud of you. It's amazing. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And so, so I remember one time uh, I was doing some hard trauma counseling, and. A few months later, my counselor asked me, um, and you may have heard me talk about this on my show. She asked me, like, what do you feel? And I said, I feel like my marriage is great. My kids are great. My job is awesome. I don't know how to say this, but objectively, if I was just to go down the list, I would would tell you I feel depressed. I feel like I'm running low. And she smiled real big and said, this is you for the first time since you can remember that you're not in fight or flight. And she smiled and goes, this is what normal feels like. And you're going to have to practice living like this without being amped up and fighting and running all the time. And I want to tell you, it's been the best living, like falling asleep at night because I'm tired, right? That, those kind of moments. And so I tell you all that to tell you, as you begin to heal, reality sets in, right? And for me, that reality was after 15 years of running and screaming and, and fighting everybody and running and trying to achieve everything, I got a good marriage. I got a good job. I got a good life. But also, in your case, that could like the smoke can clear, the fog lifted, as you said, and you could realize, whoa, we owe a lot of money, and we are living paycheck to paycheck, and we're making some daily and weekly and monthly choices that have to be different. Or maybe my marriage isn't what I want it to be, or what I thought it would be. And so I think now you're in a place where your body is telling you, okay, now we have some real things to be scared of in the present, right? 
And with trauma, like it, your body's responding in the present to things that happened in the past. Well, now we've got some real things in the present. And so now I want you to do this. I want you to be really curious about what your body's trying to get your attention for. And I hope you hear my voice on purpose. Like, huh, what are you trying to tell me? So as you say, I'm scared. Tell me what you're scared of. What's your body trying to get your attention about? Um, we just, we don't have anything in savings okay. and we have about $33,000 in, um, you know, credit cards and we have a truck and then we also have a mortgage, um, on top of that. What do y'all do for a living? Um, so I work for, uh, city government and my husband's a carpenter. Okay. How much you guys make? Um, we, he is unemployed for portions of the year. So, um, we've been making about a hundred thousand a year. Why does he choose to be unemployed for parts of the year? Um, you know, (laughs) I don't know. So if I was a gambling man and I'm terrible at gambling, so I don't really ever do it. But if I was a gambling man, I would suggest to you that a big alarm system that's going off in your body is you are tethered to somebody that you don't feel safe with. And maybe not feel safe because he doesn't hit you or doesn't scream or run around on you, but he is not providing in a way that makes any sense to you. And you're a pregnant mother of one about mm-hmm. to be two. You're working a full-time job and he's sitting at home going, I don't know, I don't know. Is that, is that, does that ring a bell? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like that's the place to start. Yeah. That's what we find, Emily, is so often we say on this show and it ends up being really true is that our money problems are just the symptom of other things going on. And so, um, so I think, yeah, you addressing that, have you, have you addressed concerns with him in a very clear way that your thoughts, or are you just kind of now coming to this reality as you're calling us? Um, yeah, we've talked about it and he agrees with it and he understands the Dave Ramsey plan and wants to go along with it. But then when it comes to actually like making a budget and sticking to it, that's where, you know, I get left alone. (laughs) Well, there's a step beneath the Dave Ramsey plan that he's not buying into. And that is I'm going to work to provide for my family and take care of my family. Yeah. He's not honoring his wife and he's not honoring his two kids because he takes off half the year. And I, I, I was just in Texas um, this past a couple of days ago um, for a speaking event, and I went to visit my friend who works maintenance at a university, and he's one of the greatest guys in the world. His name is Gustavo. And I went to visit him after move-in day. It's 1,000 degrees in Texas. And I went to visit him after move-in day when the maintenance guys are up from 4.30 in the morning until 4 p.m. at night, and I knocked on his door. I haven't seen him in a decade, and his wife said, oh, he's working. He's at UPS right now. That's a guy that's working to take care of his family, right? He went after a job that would have buried all of us, and then he went to his other job that would have buried all of us. And it was such a, is, you know, see what I'm saying? Like, that's that's taking care of your family. Your husband's not doing that. And then the Dave Ramsey stuff, like, Rachel, we talk about this all the time. It, yeah. He just, um, he's, not, that's, he's not a person of integrity at that point. Yeah, so the conversation, Emily, I would have with him is not, well, we're not doing the Dave Ramsey it's, thing. I, it's, I can't breathe. It's, I, I'm scared. I'm scared. And it's that's to the point when that isn't answered and a couple can't look at each other and say, okay, how are we going to do this journey together and lock arms and figure out solutions, which could be the Dave Ramsey plan. But when you're not willing to do that, that's when the marital issues really come to light. And that's when I would say, what, bringing a third party 
you guys need uh, you, you, counseling right now yeah. therapy to get your marriage in a healthy spot and then looking at your finances but in the meantime Emily doing what you can of yeah creating a budget not going in the hole financially is the band-aid to kind of keep you afloat but the bigger picture here I think is that marriage piece so we'd encourage you to go forward I would uh, hang on the line Emily because Austin will pick up and I want to give you guys Financial Peace University if you guys can sit down and go through a few of these lessons together I think it may be really helpful to start the conversation. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to the Ramsey show. If you are a new listener and you're hearing us, you know, say words like the baby steps or the debt snowball and this plan about getting in control of your money, and you might be a little confused, I would encourage you to really get a deeper dive into the Ramsey plan. So if you'll go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button, and we're gonna help you figure out the next best step for your financial journey. So it's a, it's a, it's a great tool there to kind of say, hey, if you're starting out, where are you? What do you need to do next? And that again is at RamseySolutions.com slash Get Started. Click that button, and we want to help walk with you through your financial journey. I am Rachel Cruz hosting the show today with Dr. John Deloney, taking your calls about money, life, relationships, anything and everything. We're here for you. So next up, we have Adam in Phoenix. Hey, Adam, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? We are doing great. How can we help? So, um... My wife and I, we have quite a bit of debt. Um, and so I was wondering how we should start working through that. We have about 150 in car loans and about 280 in student loans. 115 in car loans? Uh, 150. 150 in car loans. Okay. Yeah, about 75 on each. Okay. And uh, then about 280 in student loans. Okay. Um, so when I called in, with the screener, I said, we have quite a bit in home equity. So I was curious, um, is that something that would be on the table to sell our house and just basically wipe it all out in one fell swoop or should Um, we work our way through that? Yeah, it's a good, that's a a good question. Um, Adam, how much do you guys make a year? Uh, Net combines about 330. Okay. And... For the home, how much do you how much do you owe on it? How much is left on the mortgage? Um, about three eighty five. Okay, and how much but, would it sell for? Um, probably near eight. Okay. And why do you have one hundred fifty thousand dollars in cars? I guess you make three thirty, uh, so I guess that works. What kind of cars do y'all drive? Uh, well, you guys, the BMW is one of them. Yeah. And uh, another one is a newer truck. Yeah, I mean, I would expect nice cars. Yeah, if you're making three thirty. Yeah. yeah. Well, for yeah, one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Hopefully, you're not saying a Honda Civic. Oh. Like I would, I would like assume a <laughs> no. B. I mean, I would assume like yeah, but it goes something. Brrr, it makes that cool noise. <laughs> okay, right. so Adam, um, do you guys have any money in savings? Do you have any cash? 
Yeah, we do. How much you have? Um, all right, right now we have about ten. We're waiting on um, about thirty thousand to come in. And what do you what is um, what do you mean just, waiting on? What does that mean? Uh, for for an invoice. Oh, okay, out. okay. Like so, that'll be thirty thousand dollars cash to you. Correct. Okay. Um, no, you don't need to sell. So no, you don't need to sell your house. Um, I can kind of just dive into it because you guys, how old are you guys, Adam? Um, I am 41 and my wife is 32. Okay. Do you guys have kids? Yes. One. One kid. Okay. Before Rachel says that, you're the richest broke guy I've talked to in a while. Does that, (laughs) does that ring true? (laughs) I guess. You make way too much money to be this broke. I I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Okay. And, so Adam, uh, Rachel, I'll give you the path. So I need like I need you to like realize cuz here's the deal. Yeah, you could sell your home, take $400,000, wipe this all clean, but Adam and his wife are going to keep on living their life the way they have. There's going to be no change in this process. And mathematically, you don't need to sell your house. You guys just need to get your crap together. I mean, and you would also sell yeah. your house to pay off two depreci- depreciating assets. Yeah, that not, doesn't make any sense, yes. man. Yeah, no, no, no. So I would, I would stay put in the home. And you guys, Adam, I mean, like, I, there's something about you all at this point that I'm like, I want you to feel a level of sacrifice. So with this debt, I mean, because you have 280 in student loans, you can't afford these cars, Adam. So. I'm selling them. I mean, I'm 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 going to get rid of them. Use some of this ten grand to buy, you know, or wait for the thirty grand to come in. Spend fifteen grand on two cars, and again, they're not going to be BMWs in a nice truck. Like you're going to have a lifestyle shock factor to you all. But I think you kind of need it, Adam. You guys make a lot of money. You have a lot of debts, and something has to change. Your formula is not working. Would you agree? I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, if and I, I think that's kind of been the realization. Um, yeah, and y'all re- work as of recently, you know. Yeah, and I'm like, man, you know, you're 41, and I know we can't go back in time. There's a part of me wish that you were 25, so I'd be like, clean this up, and you're like, gonna go. So at 41, it's even that much more urgent to be like, Adam, you guys make insane money. Like, you could do really well, but if you keep living like this, you're not going to. Like, you work too hard, and you've worked too hard. To have nothing, to have two eighty in student loan debt and hundred and fifty thousand dollars in cars, like, like the, I, I wouldn't want to make three, you know, three thirty, and that be my life, right? So, like, there has to be something yeah. that majorly changes. So, if I woke up in your shoes, Adam, I would sit down and I would say, "All right, we're in Phoenix. We make three eighty. How do we live on seventy five grand next year? Like, let's just challenge." And that's still a really great salary. There's a lot of people that wish they made seventy five thousand dollars, like. What if we just took majority of our income, sold the cars, paid off the debt? I mean, all this could be turned around in a year, Adam, and you still have your house with your equity. Yeah, I agree. And um, personally, I've been looking at ways to maybe even increase our income. You can't. I just think y'all freaking need to cut your lifestyle. You can't be just like hanging out, going on vacations all the time. It's just also just for a minute. For for a year. For a year. That's all you got to do. I wouldn't up your income. You guys yeah. have an amazing income. I, I think, think it's your lifestyle. If we look at this, Rachel, but that's uncomfortable. Was that eighteen months? You go from making three thirty and owing three to four hundred thousand 
to yeah. owing nobody anything. And, he's and, got having his, and he has 30 grand coming in too. Remember that? Half a million dollars in equity in, in your house. Like you, you flip things around so fast. So fast. You all could be in a completely different You're a millionaire in 48 months. Like the whole thing rolls over. But you just got to say you never gotta do again. It. You just got to do it. Gotcha. All right. Um, I'm kind of quasi-familiar with your guys' baby steps and whatnot. Um, okay, so... so. Um, oh, this is going to make you real uncomfortable, man. <laughs> it's going to be... So, awesome. well, what it is, Adam, I mean, like, honestly, I'm like, I would... And, and the baby steps is this. I'm like, I I would... It's a $1,000 emergency fund. So you so you freed up, in our math right now, you freed up nine grand from the 10 grand that you have. Let's say the, the 30 comes in. You got 39 grand to use, okay? You sell your cars... I wonder how much, I wonder if you Kelly Blue, Blue booked them, what you would do, because you, you're going to lose money on them. You're going to owe some money mm-hmm. probably on it. Um, get some beaters. And then with your income again, I'm like, golly. And yeah, in 12 months, Adam, you're paying off your debt, smallest to largest, but I would get rid of the cars. And so the only debt you have left is that 280 in the student loans. And you guys start just throwing everything at it, everything. And yeah, and working extra, I mean, I kind of was like, no, you don't need your income up. Yeah, sure. Work actually. Like, do whatever you guys can to get out of the 280 as fast as possible. But the, if I were y'all, if I woke up in your shoes, the first place I'm cutting is lifestyle, which is the most painful mm-hmm. and not and the most not fun, right? You've been, y'all been going yeah. out to eat, going on vacations with friends. I mean, I can only imagine your lifestyle and I bet it's great and so fun, but nothing. Oh, we have. And I'm yeah. not going to deny that at all. I mean, yeah. we, we work so hard to get to that point in life. Yeah. And then my my wife graduated and then we were like, well, we're here. Let's enjoy it. And totally. now we're like, and that's normal, Adam. Like, that, yeah, that you're, not cr- you're not yeah, crazy. You're not crazy. Man. Yeah, that that is normal. That's, that's all of us. But also, your results are normal, and normal is broke, yeah. right? So you're waking up yeah. to the fact, like, oh my gosh, we're just like everybody else. Everything looks great, but we literally don't have a. I mean, we don't have much of a net worth, even though we make three hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year. You know, so it's that mm-hmm. really simple mindset but adam um yeah stay on the line and i'm going to give you total money makeover it's one of our best-selling books when it comes to just the baby steps you can read it in a night it's a really easy read but walk through this process with your wife because again i'm so encouraged by your numbers you guys could have an insane life that's all yours and not tied to the bank anymore but you guys have to make that decision thanks for the call yeah this is the ramsey show You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years, and I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And they're designed. Design experts are always ready to help, even with measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. And shipping is always free. See for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com now to learn more and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, all month long, you guys, we are giving cash away. And you could win one of our $500 weekly prizes or the grand prize of $3,000. 
So to increase your chances, you can enter every single day. You can enter daily at RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. And you can also get our best-selling books like The Total Money Makeover, From Paycheck to Purpose, and Own Your Past, Change Your Future for as low as $12. Also, you can pre-order John, who's sitting right next to me, his brand new book, Building a Non-Anxious Life. And you'll learn the six daily choices to break free from a life spinning out of control. Plus, if you pre-order today for just $20, you can get $75 and free bonus items. And questions for humans that John also did is there in the store for $12 as well. So we're giving away cash, lots of deals going on. If you go to RamseySolutions.com slash store. And John, your book, I'm really excited about building a non-anxious life because um, your last book you did on anxiety was a shorter version of it. We call it a quick read around here. So um but it's sold insane. And so obviously we all know anxiety, depression, all of this is a topic in our world today and it's becoming more and more of a conversation. And so being able to write a book and have things, in words inside of it to give people hope and also instruction and this idea of, hey, this is maybe what's going on. And so here's what to do, acknowledge it and all that. So yeah, I'm kind of, kind of reached a point just in my personal life. Everybody's talking about it yeah. and- it's almost like the David and Goliath story. Like everybody's just talking about, look over there, look over there, look over there. And finally a kid comes out and he's like, I'll, I'll fight him. And it, it, it kind of feels that mm. way. Like everybody's talking about it. All these experts have been telling, I've been a part of that crew. Like, well, you should all do this as I push my glasses up my nose. Right. Right. And we have to look around and say, okay, what we're, what we're doing is not working. Yeah. And that really sent me on a rabbit, rabbit down a rabbit hole. Like what is, what are we doing? And so this, this book is as, as as direct as possible and it's you and me sitting down having with a drink and some nachos just saying here's here's just the truth of where we found ourselves and here's yeah. here's the most important thing here's what you can do yes oh and, it gives uh, like that power now. back yeah that's so good so again building a non-anxious life and it's pre-sale you guys so go ahead and order because you'll get some free stuff and just kind of that peek into that publishing author world if you know pre-sales help so much because on the day the book launches, which is what, October 3rd. 3rd, all those sales hit that day, which means possibly hitting bestseller lists, getting other people, whether it's media or just people chatting about the book. So it gets the book in front of more people. And that's the goal. So it's like, hey, we want you to know this message, hear this message, read this message that John has. Because if you, even if you listen to a show, you know he's one of the best at being able to, to empathize, take people's real life situations and walk them through it. So building a non-anxious life. If you go to RamseySolutions.com, you can pre-order today. All right, up next, we have Elizabeth in Savannah, Georgia. Hey, Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Hello, I'm so excited to, to be talking to you guys. Oh, we're glad you called. How can we help? So I think um, we are in baby steps uh, five and six, my husband and I, um, and we're hoping to get some clarity on if we should invest a uh, sum of money into our home or into our children's uh, college savings. And I can provide some more details to okay. give you why it's a question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, go so, ahead. Go ahead and yeah, throw some numbers out. So um, my husband is in the army, so it's easiest to give you a monthly uh, salary amount. Our, our take home pay after our 15% in retirement and taxes and everything is about 13,200 between our two incomes. And um, we uh, own a house in Florida and a house in Savannah. Um, and we are currently renting out 
the house in Florida. And so I included that income um, in that number I just gave you. And I also um, acquired quite a bit of a single stock um, throughout my entire life. It was a gift for my grandfather every birthday, every Christmas. And after listening to you guys, decided to sell it uh, because it's not the best place to keep money just in case, you know, something happens to that stock. Yeah. So we have about after taxes, um, $30,000 to contribute to either our children's education or the ha- one of the houses is what we were planning on. Um, and my question is, which should we do? Um, for my current daughter, who's already born and on this world, we um, have the Florida College Savings Program set up for her. And um, I am expecting baby number two next week. Six oh, my gosh. Now. Congratulations, Elizabeth. <laughs> Thank you. So, so fun. So we wondering if um, we should do another Florida College Savings Plan. We would be able to just pay it in full um, for her. We wouldn't have to do any payment plan or anything because of this $3,000. Um, but since we also have the GI Bill accessible through my husband, we were wondering if yeah. that would be a redundant use of the funds. Um and then because we have the GI Bill, if it would just make more sense to put into the home. Sure. Okay. So the Florida um, the Florida plan, is that basically prepaid tuition for the state of Florida? Kind of, yes. So you're, um, you're guaranteed four years um, at a university. Um, but if they don't go to Florida school, you get a payout value of um, 63.5. Okay. And you guys, have you, have you done that with your first... Your yes. first child. So that's done. So their mm-hmm. college is done. As, and especially if they go to a Florida school, they're covered. Correct. Okay. And so then you have another child on the way. How much do you owe on the house? Um, the Florida house, we owe um, 153000 Okay. Um, and it is worth um, about three twenty, according to Zillow. Okay. And our Savannah house, we owe... Uh, 220 and it's worth 330 according to Zillow. Okay. Um, in this Florida house, I'm assuming mm-hmm. you need residents there for the yeah. education that you set up. Does that, does yeah. that handcuff you guys to this house? Is this one of the main reasons you're keeping it or do you use the house? What's this Florida house for you guys? Why'd you buy it? Um, honestly, we, well, so we were stationed there. We okay. bought it when my husband was stationed there. I gotcha. And, um, it's been very lucrative for us as a rental property. It also does provide our residency. Um, we are considered Florida residents. So even though we live in Georgia, we don't pay state taxes in Georgia because of military benefits. So it is something we want to hold on to because of those those benefits. We also do envision ourselves moving back to Florida after military is through. Okay. And moving back to that home specifically? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Okay. To be determined. Yeah. Um, I know you all do not promote um, rental properties that have debt on them. Yes. Um, which I learned since since we've made the purchase. No, it's good. But, um, it's also in other states too. Just and it's just about. I just imagine you, your husband's out on exercises for nine weeks, and you've got two toddlers, and then some. Your neighbor in Florida calls you and says that your renters trashed the place, or one of their cousins came over and just went bananas and so we do yes and i totally agree with you and hear you um we do have a property manager that we've been really fond of we met them through church um and they've been taking good care of the property um and even after paying them we're still um about seven hundred dollars a month above our mortgage payment 
in take-home pay. So right now, it hasn't felt like a burden in any way. Um, but I do, I definitely hear you all. Um, yeah. And it's something I've, I've discovered you all since my husband, he, he's deployed right now. Okay. So, would, you, um, would you ever consider selling your house in Georgia and renting there until you, until the, the service was up? Um, maybe. We're probably due to move within the next year. So that's, it, it probably wouldn't make sense for us to rent um, for that short of time. But when we move, it's definitely not off the table. Hmm. Okay. So what I, the way I answer these calls, Elizabeth, always is if I were, if I were to wake up in your shoes, having a yeah. baby in six days uh, <laughs> and all that, um, I, your kids are young enough right now that I wouldn't be like as concerned about the college thing. I mean, personally, which I know throws off the tuition and I know you guys want to keep the Florida residents and all of it. But if I'm a mom, I have a toddler, new baby. There's a part of me that just wants to get out of the Florida house. You're going to make enough and that 30 grand from your stock that within like, golly, two years, you guys could be completely debt free, paying off your Georgia home. And then from there, decide, hey, do we want rental property somewhere? What do we want to do? Because you have time with the kids college to be able to fund that because I think that is an important step. But right now, gosh, I would I would liquidate that or I would sell that house. So I hope that helps, Elizabeth. Thanks for the call. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I am Rachel Cruz hosting this hour with Dr. John Deloney, and it's a free call at 888-825-5225. And up next, we have Mark in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Rachel. Oh, thank you so much for taking my call. Absolutely. How can we help? Well, I'm recently divorced. Um, I just finished uh, financial mediation on yesterday. Uh, where we agreed that I would give my ex uh, 50K from the equity of the home. Um, she is not on the mortgage. I'm on the mortgage alone, and I have a really good interest rate, 2.62%. And at the moment, I'm not going to refinance or uh, sell the home. So I'm interested in what is the best way to give my ex the $50,000 in equity that uh, she rates um yeah i mean there's some options are you where are you at with your finances do you have debt do you have savings well i'm currently i was currently on baby step three uh, but i feel like i'm gonna be going back to baby step one because i i feel like i'm gonna have to take out a personal loan to give it to her because i'm not willing to refinance at the moment or i'm i'm, I'm not considering it okay and what's causing you not to reconsider it would you rather uh, take out a personal frame, loan? The time frame, um, I, I have to give her the 50K by September 1st. Um, and the Like in two weeks? Take two, yes. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I've... It, and I, I'm, I'm answering your question. I'm talking to Rachel. Um, I've heard Dave tell people to go grab, go take out a loan and go pay, make this thing be over. The business arrangement that was your former marriage. And put that 50K right. in baby step two. So you would be going backwards. How much do you have saved in your baby step three right now? About 4000 Okay. How much do you make I a year? About, uh, after taxes, it's the 96 okay. um, About 129 before taxes. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, at this at this rate, and especially with the time frame, I mean, that's yeah, extreme, extremely quick. Um, I feel like, yeah, I mean, there's not you don't really have many options with that. I was thinking of, yeah, do you look for a home? I mean, you know, do you need the house? I'm just trying to find ways, other pieces to this puzzle. But honestly, the urgency of the time frame, I mean, that's in ten days. So yeah, I mean, I, I think that taking out a personal loan is going to have to be your only option right now, and then you are going to go back to baby step two and I would just pay it off obviously as, as, as fast as, as you can. You may have to even roll in. I don't even know if you can find a $50,000 unsecured loan unless you go get a HELOC. Do you have any right, equity? I've, I've called. I'm sorry, go ahead. They, they said you, you, you do qualify for it? Yes, I've called around to um, all the financial institutions and um, credit unions that I partner with and I've got some good quotes. Um, on top of the fifty thousand, I was actually considering taking out seventy thousand. Actually, uh, fifty thousand to pay my ex, ten thousand to pay my attorneys, and then any like maintenance or uh, upgrades I need to make to the house once I get back because it has been years since I've even been back to the house. Well, and and listen, dude, th this is why we tell people never borrow money because it it opens a floodgate that it's so hard to not. And so, like it, I think. I've been on, I, I don't know how many episodes I've done here, but I think I've talked to 6,000 callers. I can't, I, 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 I don't think I've ever told somebody to go borrow money except for I'm telling you right now. Because you have a court order in your hand. You have to have this money by this date, period. Or you are in violation right. of a court order, right? And so, right. Um, and because Dave and I have talked about it. But I, please don't borrow no. another penny for anything else. The attorneys can wait. You'll they'll put them on a payment plan. They'll get you'll get them paid off when it's time. Um, these you can't afford, bro. You cannot afford to fix this house up right now because you're broke because you owe your wife, your ex wife, fifty thousand dollars. Just it's just not the right. minute, man. I know you want to wipe the slate clean. You've probably been dealing with this divorce for a long time, hurting relationships for a long time. You want to just wipe this slate clean. You can't do that right now. And what's hard is it. there's like something mentally about, well, it's 50,000. What's another 20, right? I mean, like there's like this like mental snowball effect that happens, Mark, when you go down this train or down this track. And that's what John's saying is there has to be a blocker to at some point saying I'm doing this because there's like literally a court order out. Uh, what for the house, Mark, what makes you so attached to this house? I'm just curious how much it's how much do you owe on it and what could you sell it for? Uh, I currently owe like two two hundred forty two thousand on a house. Okay. Um, I bought it for I bought it for two sixty. Um, it's currently it, it appraised for three ninety. Okay. Um, but there are comps in the area that went for like four twenty four. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the house the house isn't really a major issue at this point, just because you have your income's great. I mean, you bring home ninety six thousand. So if you honestly buckle down you could pay this off in 12 to 18 months and be done with it and then start saying okay what's with the lawyers putting them on a payment plan throughout this um and get all this kind of cleaned up and then the the house repairs and stuff i would just i would put on hold for 12 months because and john speaks to this a lot but when there's a lot of life change like this i mean you literally just came out of that mediation yesterday of figuring out the finances so this is all still even though it's probably been a process i mean this stuff is still very new, Mark. It, and, it, and these emotional times, it can cause it can cause us to not make great financial decisions. And that's what I don't want you to do, Mark. I want you to be as minimal as possible when you're making these decisions. Most people experience when they get through the divorce and that final, they, everybody shakes hands. 
as you're getting out of the ring. And what you don't realize is that you get out of the boxing ring after a long fight, and then Mike Tyson's waiting for you in the parking lot. Because you're <laughs> going to be in month 10 paying this $50,000 off, and you're going to be so enraged that you are still dealing with this divorce. And the quicker you make peace with that, and know that this is all paying into this new life that you're building because that season's over. Dude, otherwise you're going to lose sleep. You're just going to be angry all the time. And man, I would, if, if I'm you, honestly, I would re, I would consider because I've got so many memories in that house. Selling the house. I'd consider I taking out a HELOC as quickly as possible or a personal loan and I would put the house on the market tomorrow and just sell the house, take all, a couple hundred thousand dollars in equity and kind of control all delete because you're, you're going to be building a new life now. And I would take that into consideration, but I'm also kind of a clean the slate kind of guy. Not everybody's like that. So um, I'm just telling you what I would do in my situation. You don't have to do that, but yeah, please. In fact, if you want to just letter of the law, I would take out a personal loan for 48,000 and you've got four in the bank um, or 47,000 and you got four in the bank and I would use three you already have just for principle. Yes. Yes. Just that it's like this personal conviction point of saying I'm following through with this to the to the nth degree that I can that I have the ability to I refuse to chain myself to a financial institution because of her that's what I would tell myself over and over. I refuse to lock myself in a cage in a bigger loan that I need in a bigger loan yeah. than I need because of her I'm not doing it I'm not doing it or because of the lawyers I'm not doing it yeah, yeah. I refuse to lock myself in a cage for that yeah, or and, for new cabinets, for God's sake. Right, right, and that's that's where this stuff can spiral out of control really fast, Mark. And again, it's it is that emotional side of money that it would feel good to like have some newness in this place that has so many memories and to redo the thing that you've always wanted. You guys fought, like like I get it. I get that feeling of like wanting to do something and make progress on something, even if it's cabinets. But it's like, oh, I just want to get, I just want to you know finish this and do this and redo that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think John brings up an interesting point, Mark. I think, yeah, like you said, John, everyone's not like you of the complete slate, the clean slate. But I mean, I would consider if you're, I don't know what your family situation is. We're about to head into a break. But um, but there is something about buying something new and not even having to downsize like just renting significantly. For season, just chilling yeah, for season, yeah, and just being and then kind of letting life cool off, get the money in order, getting the money under control not owing all of this, taking some of that equity, paying some of this, and you're really just starting from ground zero at that point and building on top of that so instead of just kind of like being in this hole. But that's just, that's a point. I mean, I think you're okay to keep the home if you want to, but um, but I think it's something just just to consider as another, as another option, Mark. Sorry what you're going through, and I appreciate you calling us, and hopefully, hopefully that helped. Oh, uh, well, that's been an hour in the books. Thanks to everyone in the booth for helping us out this hour. Thank you, John for co-hosting and thank you America for listening this is The Ramsey Show hey it's Dr. John Deloney if you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.